people today, their values are all out of whack. All around the clock, sports all the time. That's the concept of the news. Oh, that's never going to work. Roy Philpott on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. Hey, good afternoon on this Wednesday, 22nd day of March, 2017, here inside the Blue Ridge Security Solutions Studios and back at 105.5 The Roar. Hanging out with Ben Milstead, Roy Philpott. Great to have you with us, as always, and a lot to get into, including a couple of guests, working on a couple of interviews. Our good friend Dean Leggy coming up in hour number two. Update from Athens, Georgia Spring Practice. What's going on with Kirby? What's going on at quarterback, where Jacob Eason apparently is going to be in a heated competition over the next couple of weeks. We'll talk with one of our very favorite guests ever here on the show. Dean Leggy, 125 from dogpost.com. Also, I think we're going to touch base with Mark Dofer in transit to New York City as South Carolina gets ready for Baylor coming up Friday night in the Sweet 16. Get his take on what has happened with South Carolina basketball. We've got the latest from Mel Kuyper. Mock draft 3.89624. Where does he have Deshaun Watson going in the upcoming NFL draft? And here's a newsflash. Everybody virtually has Deshaun going in the first round. And most of the mock drafts I've seen here recently suggest that Deshaun's going to the top 15 picks. We'll get to that as we go through the program. Also a nice win for Clemson baseball last night. And what is starting to feel like an Omaha-type season? You want to put the cart ahead of the horse and not even halfway through the thing. They're getting close to that point, but the way they've been dominant in conference play the way that they came back to beat South Carolina, there's just a lot of ingredients there in a championship recipe that I think are coming together quite nicely. And it's Seth Beer, and it's Chris Williams, who's just a straight-up baller right now, and a pitching staff, I think, that's vastly underrated. So we're going to talk about that as we go through the program. Uh, big news for a former Tiger signing a deal with the Pittsburgh Steelers. we got the Sweet 16 coming up tomorrow night as well. With Ben, I'm Roy. Our phone number is 654-7627, 654-ROAR. Also on Twitter, you know the name, send us a note. And the text line where all you people spew your nonsense, 24-796-1566. Good to see you. Life is well. Second show in a row. Feels good to be back. Fans all together again. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, that's uh, that's quite an opening there you did. You like the opening? Where uh, Was that a good opening? I think we're pretty much done here. I mean, <laughs> we'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Well, that's a done deal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't think I didn't think so much was supposed to be happening this time of year, but yet it is. It's always like that, though, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, we, we, we underrate the quote-unquote off-season, don't we? There is no off-season in sports, yeah. I, I guess. Even here, where college football reigns supreme and Clemson's the defending national champions. Let's think about it yesterday, speaking of national championships. And there's a chance that the tiny old Palmetto State could be the home to all three national champions in the three major sports. Now, a lot has to happen, don't get me wrong. But I'm just saying that's that's potentially possible. That's a possibility. Yeah. Coastal Carolina won it in baseball. Clemson won it in football. Our friends down in Columbia, who knows what they're going to do? I Women's basketball, games, I know. Right? Walt made a great point yesterday when I was driving home. He said... "That's You didn't you missed that. What? Which I is, said women's basketball. Women's basketball. I didn't miss that. Sorry. Well, they, they could be there. No, not nah. with Coates out. They're not going to win that. You know, UConn's going to win that. That's that's a nice story, but it's a side story compared to UConn. Walt made a great point yesterday, and I agree with it. He said, of the final 16 teams, really, it wouldn't surprise him if any of the 16 won the national championship on the men's side. I would be surprised if Butler won it. I, I think Butler's going to get crushed by uh, North Carolina either tomorrow night or Friday, whenever they play. But I, I think for the remaining 15 teams, I, I wouldn't be shocked, and that includes South Carolina. we got the SEC Player of the Year, Sindarius Thornwell, doing his thing. They're making shots. They know how to defend. And they just dismantled the ACC Tournament champion, Duke Blue Devils. So anything is possible. It'd be kind of weird if this state held all three titles at the same time. Not that the individual schools would claim that, mm -hmm. but it would just kind of be a neat story, even for Clemson fans rooting against South Carolina. The side note would be if it did happen, wow, would you ever think that you would live to see the day where you would have all three titles resting in the same state, especially the tiny old state of South Carolina? The answer is probably not. So... I don't think that's going to happen necessarily, but there's still a chance that it could happen. That would be kind of a fun story. It'd be awfully unique, for especially for a state this size. Um, You're like four and a half million people. It's basically the same population as the city of Atlanta. Right. Right? Pretty cool. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't think that would happen, but I, I would probably eliminate more teams than 
than just Butler from the 16 remaining. Just somebody but South Carolina would be one of my teams right now. I'd say, yeah, they could win it all. They could win it all. Right? I don't think they will, but certainly they could. I, I think they're going to be Baylor Friday night. I, I, do I don't too. think that's a bad matchup at all. You and I were talking about this yesterday. I didn't even realize the point spread in the South Carolina Baylor game is like three and a half. So, I mean, Vegas basically thinks that's a one-possession game. So, if you're a fan of the Gamecocks, you're thinking right now, I, I know it feels like you're already playing with house money, but you're there. Why wouldn't you have expectations at least to get to the Final Four? You've got to win two games, and you're the Final Four, as crazy as that sounds. And then when you're in the Final Four, really anything could happen. Right. Um, and if you got by Baylor, you being South Carolina, you if you get by Baylor, winner of Florida, Wisconsin – I know a lot of South Carolina fans saying they don't want to play Florida again, but, uh, I mean, why not? I think you're playing better right now. Bring on the Gators, man. They wouldn't scare me. I don't care what happened in the regular season. I don't care about that. Uh, Wisconsin's playing, really playing better than they've played in in quite some time. But I don't know, you know, who knows what who comes out of that game, Wisconsin, Florida. Think about that, though. But I, but I, don't, I don't think I'd be scared of either one of those teams. Think about what you just said. There's four teams in that region. One of those four is going to the Final Four. We're going to have a Final Four this year that features either Baylor, South Carolina, Wisconsin, or Florida. A three, four, seven, and an eight. Yeah. That's that, what's left. I, I don't think, I mean, I don't know of anybody that had any of those teams in the Final Four. I mean, that's like the random bracket of the century. I, I would not be shocked if some people had Baylor coming out of there, although I, it would be very low, very low. Uh, in fact, I can have Kelly look that up on the WCCP bracket. Why don't we do that? Yes, Kelly. Kelly. DJ K. Graham, if you're listening in the back. Social media extraordinaire. Oh, she's all over it, man. All over it. I like the sound of that. We'll find it out. Can I entice you as well with the Deshaun Watson updated mock draft 3.984 from Mel Kuyper? I'm kind of interested in this. And I do respect Kuyper's opinion. It's not that he is on point and on target with all of his draft projections, but the guy does talk to general managers and coaches and VPs of college and pro scouting, and he does have contacts. And I think he's not bad at his craft. I don't think he's bad at all. I'm much more interested in what Mel Kuyper has to say about Deshaun than I am when it comes to Todd McShay. Like, when McShay starts talking about Deshaun Watson, I, I, it's just facepalm. It completely ignore what he has to say. Can I entice you with that with Mel Kuyper with Deshaun in the first round being drafted amongst the first 15 selections and kind of getting down to the nitty-gritty as draft day approaches. I mean, draft day is about a month away, a little bit over a month away. You can entice me. Uh, McShay cheats off of uh, off of Kuiper's paper anyway. <laughs> on it. I mean, it really does. And It's like know, me and my circuits class. I guess the other one, Mike Mayock, I, he's got a dartboard. That's what he does. He just throws darts and, oh, okay, that guy's going to be number 22. That's... Sounds good to me. That's about the rhyme or reason from Mike Mayock. But you're interested in Mel Kuyper. You're buying what I'm selling. No, you're on board. I'm not interested in Mel Kuyper. I am interested in what seems to be a um, confusion surrounding Deshaun Watson. I think that surprises me that what you hear and read about NFL's perception of him – keeps jumping around from the best in the that's ever lived to not even sure he's a first rounder. He's a first rounder though. We know that. He's going in the first round. I don't think there's any doubt about it, especially uh going into a league that is starved for quarterbacks. Here's how the NFL works as it pertains to quarterbacks in the NFL draft. It starts out in January with the entire evaluation process after that particular player has completed their collegiate eligibility or is declared or whatever. And then for four months, if you're a quarterback, it kind of rides this roller coaster. You go up, you go down. There's rumors. There's innuendo. There's people overanalyzing your footwork, your film, your arm strength, your intangibles, your ability to, to be interviewed successfully, your wonderlick test score. But then by the time draft day arrives teams are so desperate for quarterbacks whatever the initial evaluation was you can go ahead and like bump it up 10 to 15 picks in the actual draft itself because you have to have a quarterback to be able to win the nfl you know even as recently as this millennium is you know the first part of the last decade when teams like tampa bay or baltimore 
won a championship. Things have changed since then. You really can't even do it just with defense and a running game anymore. You just can't do that. You, you, you have to be explosive offensively. You have to be able to average 30 points. You have to be able to hit a deep ball with a game on the line in the win in cold weather in the divisional round of the NFC playoffs to be able to advance, to be able to survive in advance. you got to have a quarterback. So by the time the draft arrives, even if Deshaun was thought of two and a half weeks ago or two months ago as maybe a second-round pick, yeah, we, we knew that's not going to be the case. We knew that's not going how it's not going to be how it shakes out because – Everybody needs a quarterback. And so I think even some of the draft estimates now, the mock drafts that are out there that have him falling all the way down to, let's say, 15 or 20, I don't think they're accurate. Because when push push comes to shove, when you get to draft day, everybody starts to remember, oh, wait a second, we have to have somebody that can throw the football down the field. We have to have somebody and get the ball down the field in crunch time. A guy that maybe has some mobility in the pocket, a guy that can extend drives with his feet, and all of a sudden, you start to fall in love with particular players, I think, a lot more than what you did in the early stages of the process when you were thinking more sanely or more clearly. So Deshaun, I I think, even though Kuyper has him going outside the top 10, I, I think he's going to be a top 10 pick. And potentially, he'll join his teammate Mike Williams amongst the top 10 selections this year as well. So I, I'll give you the latest on what Kuyper said. I'm glad that entices you. That's always kind of my litmus test. If you're not mm-hmm. that interested in it or if you kind of hesitate a little bit and then you say you're interested in it, I know that means you're not really that interested in it. So the fact that you are interested still, to me, is a barometer that the rest of our listeners, the Clemson fans especially, would be interested in hearing about Mel Kuyper's latest projections as it pertains to number four, Deshaun, future Ring of Honor member here in Tigertown. You have three things working in your favor there, Roy. Okay. Number one, yep. number four, Deshaun Watson is involved, is part of this conversation. Right. Number two, it's football-related. Yep. And number three, it's uh, it's football-related. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, people are going to be... Hey, uh, DJ K. Graham sends me the met, the information on Baylor. Care to guess out of close to 1,500 entries in the WCCP bracket contest, how many had Baylor in their final four? Zero. Two percent. We had twenty-four people. Wow, uh, that's pretty good. Had uh, had Baylor. So all of our listeners in Waco, Texas, picked yes. the Bears to go to the final yeah. four. <laughs> Kim Mulkey voted fourteen times. Kim Mulkey, that's exactly right. <laughs> oh my God, the Wicked Witch of the West. Nobody likes her these days. No, especially me. Especially you. Uh, yeah. So so we have some people who are are going to be big big Baylor fans. Outside of the fact that they could be matched up with, or that they will be matched up with South Carolina, they'll be huge Baylor fans. As I said yesterday, huge fan of Jonathan Motley. He's an absolute beast. Huge fan of Manu Lacant, who played at uh, Miami. Guy can shoot the triple. Guy can get after it. He can uh, penetrate, distribute. I think it's going to be a fun matchup, but it's one I think South Carolina can win. It's one I think they will win. I think South Carolina's going to the Elite Eight. That's the way I see it coming up uh, Friday night. Up at uh, MSG. So we got Dean Leggy coming up hour two. Mark Dofer, who will be covering South Carolina, coming up in hour number three from WYFF. We look forward to catching up with both of our guests. Our first hour presented by George Coleman Ford. Online at georgecolemanford.com, where cars cost less in Traveler's Rest. Go by and see our good friends Greg Coleman, Jake Coleman, Joey, Gerald, Randy, uh, Brandon, Reggie. Those guys have got your back. They've been in business for 86 years because they're family owned and operated. And most importantly, because they give you the best deal. If you're in the market for a brand new or used car, go by and see our good friends at George Coleman Ford. Cars cost less in Traveler's Rest. 0% financing for up to 72 months. As they like to say in 2017, for the ride of a lifetime, it is George Coleman Ford. In fact, Greg Coleman told me he was out of practice not too long ago. I bet he's got some insight. But if you go buy a car from George Coleman Ford today and you ask to speak to Greg Coleman himself, he'll drop some nuggets on you from spring practice. He probably knows who has the true inside track to be Clemson's starting quarterback in 2017 better even than me or Ben or anybody else here at the station for all that we know. Now, that's an incentive. That's you know, an incentive. Sometimes car dealerships will give away like a you know big screen TV at, around the Super Bowl time. This time of year, folks, buy a car from George Coleman Ford. They tell you who the starting quarterback is going to be for Clemson. <laughs> there you go. That's just part of the deal. And in that's fact, brilliant. You know what? If they don't tell you initially that that's a possibility, work that into the deal. And they'll do that for you. Yeah. You don't need you don't need bigger tires on your truck. You need to know who the quarterback is. That's your <laughs> negotiating power right there. George Coleman Ford online at georgecolemanford.com. First hour continues. Dean Leggy coming up in about an hour from now with an update from Athens. What's going on with Jacob Beeson? Hey, what's going on with Bryce Ramsey? 
Apparently, he's out there as a student coach, even though he's getting ready to transfer. We'll have some fun with that conversation. I can promise you that. And then coming up, Deshaun Watson, where's he going in the draft? Mel Kuyper with mock draft 3.9864. We'll tell you what he is thinking. And if Deshaun is the first quarterback taken, according to his latest information, we got that plus your phone calls. The Northland Communication phone lines are open, 654-ROAR. Back with that and more after this. It's bow time at Bojangles. For a limited time, enjoy eight pieces of chicken and four biscuits for only $9.99. With Egg Pro, we make the buying process easy and affordable. Right now, get a John Deere 3025E compact tractor package with loader, frontier box, rotary cutter, and trailer for only $20,999. Plus, our John Deere E-Series compact tractors come standard with our industry-leading six-year powertrain warranty. Stop by any of our three South Carolina stores, including our newest location in Anderson, or visit eggproco.com for more. Offer ends 5117. Some restrictions apply. Six year, 2,000 hours. Whichever comes first. See the limited warranty for new John Deere turf and utility equipment at dealer for details. Hi, this is Coach Dabo Sweeney. You know, when it comes to buying or servicing a vehicle, I always choose Toyota of Easley for their great selection, affordable prices, and outstanding customer service. Toyota of Easley is a family-owned business, and in all the years I've been a customer, I've always been treated like family. I encourage you to visit Toyota of Easley if you're looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle or in need of service. Toyota of Easley is all in, and their name means a great deal. The Iron Yard, offering part-time and full-time courses in web development for people interested in launching a career in programming. Now enrolling in Greenville. For more information about learning to code, visit theironyard.com slash Greenville. The Iron Yard, take charge of your career. Voted the Upstate's Best Piercing Studio, Purple Haze Clemson delivers a unique experience. Choose from the largest selection of body jewelry, party favors, and glassware. Decorate your living space with the coolest tapestries, incense, candles, and posters. There's nothing quite like the Purple Haze experience. Backpacks, standard, and bulletproof. Clothes, purses, detox products, and cigars. And award-winning piercing facilities and piercing professionals. Purple Haze Clemson. Tiger Boulevard next to the car wash. Or Purple Haze Clemson Facebook. Everybody knows the story. You can't sleep on a bed that's too hard. You can't sleep on a bed that's too soft. But you can sleep on a bed that's just right. Engineered Sleep might not have been around when Goldilocks was written, but they know that a bed that's just right is made just for you. It's not just a fairy tale. They actually build a mattress based on your sleep habits and patterns so that you can get that Goldilocks kind of sleep. And if after a couple of weeks you find it's not perfect, Engineered Sleep will adjust it until it is. Visit their location at 627 Congaree Road to see the process and learn how your mattress is made. By manufacturing your custom-made mattress at their factory, you're saving money because there's no middleman. Factory to you. And you can score a significant discount by picking your mattress up instead of having it delivered. Engineered Sleep, it's not mattress shopping, it's an experience. Hey y'all, Caleb here from Local Q. Did you know we offer amazing monthly specials in addition to some of the best barbecue in Greenville? Every month our chefs collaborate to create four unique menu items, including an entree, sandwich, and dessert. More of a traditionalist? Come in and try our house smoked wings with one of our five bold barbecue sauces. So if you're hungry as a hippo, join us at 30 Orchard Park Drive, Suite 7. Or check out our menu at www.localq.com. Remember, Local Q is 21 and up at all times, so don't forget your valid ID. Did you know that just one quarter gallon of used motor oil can contaminate a quarter of a million gallons of water? Used motor oil should never be put in the garbage or dumped in storm drains or on the ground. Recycle your used motor oil at Greenville County's Residential and Waste and Recycling Centers and Twin Chimneys Landfill. For more information, call 243-9672, 243-9672 or online at greenvillecounty.org. Five-star talents with two-star looks. We are WCCP 105.5 The Roar. That music always sounds so serious. It sounds like I'm going to come back and just give you some kind of really hard-hitting breaking news or some kind of massive hot take that just sets the sports world on fire. Now, see what I... What I always picture is that is Phil Pot and Milstead tag team coming to the ring now to take on the evil duo. 
of, you know, Smith and Jones. Oh, my God. That was not my mental image. (laughs) That's good, though. I like it. Yeah. I think I like it. Yeah, see, now, now I'm picturing us both in tights. I know, just, that's the first like, thing that happened. Uh, no thanks. Sorry to ruin your lunch, people. Yeah, really. I apologize as well. 654-7627. Magic number if you want to talk with us. Mel Kuyper's updated mock draft. Where's Deshaun going? Is he the first quarterback selected in this updated mock selection process? We'll get to that coming up in this segment. Your phone calls right now as we have a lot to get into today. Dean Leggy coming up in about an hour as well. Coach Edge up with us first. Edge, good afternoon. Long time no talk. Yeah, man. How you been doing? I'm doing well. I trust you are. Yes, sir. I don't know about all the, the, the uh, division of the tights and the stuff, but I was sitting there thinking about y'all's tag team name, maybe the Clemson Connection <laughs> or the Tiger Tandem. The Tiger like the Tandem. The Rock and Roll Express. And the Road Warriors don't want any of y'all, man. <laughs> uh, I love it. Hey man, you know you know I'm a I'm Clemson brother, man. Clemson grad. I know I played ball with you in fight uh, on several occasions, uh, but I, I I can't help help but to have a little uh, a vested uh, interest in this this the Georgia quarterback situation. Mm. Um, I've heard a bunch of stuff, you know, going on about uh, about the big boy. His name is escaping me right now. The big guy, uh, golly, Jacob Eason. Yes, Eason, Eason. Uh, I'm a big Fromm fan. Uh, he went to Houston County High School in Warner Robins, Georgia. I know a lot of people will see it and probably pronounce it as Houston because that's the way it's spelled. Uh, but it's actually Houston County High School. And I had the privilege and the honor of throwing the first touchdown pass in that high school's history. Won the first game in that high school's history. Won the first playoff game in that high school's history. And we threw the ball about six times a game. We ran the wing team. Edge, did we lose you? I think we did. Page and Coach Edge, it sounded like you were getting ready to tell us the most incredible story in the history of incredible stories, and then the cell phone magically disappeared. Give call, us a buzz back. Call us back. So, wait a minute. They pronounce Houston Houston? Houston County. Houston County. Do they pronounce pneumonia? 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 No, but I guarantee you the first time you try to read that word, that's how you try to pronounce it. That, that, yeah. That's like a Milsteadism right there. No doubt. That, I mean, I don't mean that in the most affectionate way possible. And I wear it well, man. I, <laughs> I embrace it. Uh, Edge, give us a buzz back. We'll put you in the front Houston. of the line. Houston. Houston. I didn't know that. I had no idea. It's interesting. It is interesting. Delvin's up with us next on the Northland Communications phone lines. Delvin, good afternoon. You're on the air. Good afternoon to you guys. First of all, I think Tom Shea is just jealous because Marty Smith... Got all the good interviews with Dabo and Clemson <laughs> this year at the facility and stuff. He just mad, so that's why he want to put Deshaun Watson down. So that's my opinion. He's but jealous. About that, but yeah, he's, yeah jealous. he's jealous. But uh, you know, I think that it's gonna be interesting. I think Arizona. I think the team to watch out for the first round of Arizona. I think Arizona really like them, and you know they got a lot of Clemson connection. There at Arizona, where they did have. Uh, but uh, we'll see about that. I think Arizona could be the team to watch with Deshaun Watson. It could be. And, and Delvin, we'll find out what Mel Kuyper's thinking here in just a few minutes. But it could be. And that wouldn't be the worst place in the world for Deshaun Watson to end up when it's all said and done. Now, I don't know if the Cardinals would have to trade up from their current spot just outside the top 10 to get them. Some people would tell you that they don't, and they have the number 13 overall selection. But at number 13, I would be stunned if Deshaun Watson falls past either there or Cleveland at number 12. And again, we're going to get more into this right now. Well, if Phoenix was at either game that Deshaun Watson played in in their stadium, they would have uh, they would already have like banners on the side of the building for uh, for Deshaun to be there. So he's played very well. Played there. Played very well there. Now lost one of those, but as is ironically the game that he lost might be his best game as a collegiate player. Do you think that that kind of thing occurs in the scouting process? Because I would think that it would. And in fact, I'll tell you this. I remember before the national championship game, not this year, but last year in 2016, we were tailgating just beside the University of Phoenix Stadium before Clemson played Alabama the first time. And uh, we, we, we stepped into like, I guess it was like this hotel bar, which was really close. There was like an area that was like, there's a bunch of hotels. There's like a little bar set up. And who mm-hmm. was there but Bruce Arians, really? head coach of the Cardinals. But do you think that it ever happens when you've got a guy 
that performs well in front of you. And Arians was there, I would assume, at that game. And I'm sure a lot of NFL people were there, brass scouts, you know, scouts, that kind of thing. I think they were all there. But do you think that when you watch a player like that in person, it kind of resonates with you more than you just watching film or hearing from your scouts, and then that organization becomes more inclined to actually draft you? For example, Deshaun performs very well in Phoenix, two straight years, once in the semifinal, once in the national championship game. And so, in a weird way, Arizona's more likely to draft him because they've seen him up close and personal more than some of these other scouts have, right? I bet that happens more times than not. Well, if you're more familiar with him um, and you know how good he and you realize how good he is, I mean, maybe that that does, but that sways you a little bit. But, right. You know, I want to say, I mean, it makes sense that it would it would help, but I really don't know that it would play that much into it. And and the reason I say that is, I mean, like go expand that a little further. You draft guys who who spent their entire life in the state of Florida playing warm weather football to go play in Buffalo or right. Yeah, I mean, no, I understand that, but in certain situations you obviously see a player more than others and I would think it's just human nature that mm-hmm. you are more inclined to say, okay, in a 50-50 toss-up between prospect A and prospect B and you saw prospect B in person three more times and he performed very well during those contests that you would be perhaps more inclined to draft that particular player instead of the other one. I would think that that's just human nature. The fact that you're just there, you happen to see him, and it worked out. And you say, well, I'm going to give this guy the benefit of the doubt. I had my eyeballs on him, (laughs) you know, initially, whereas I didn't have it more on this other player. Coach Edge just called back, and then I hung up on him by mistake. So (laughs) we'll try again, Edge. Just call us again. (laughs) Third time's a charm, we hope. Yeah. uh, I I do think that... that, um, Oh man, his first name is Buddy Ryan's son, <laughs> former Jets coach Rex. Rex, golly, uh, I do think that's why he fell in love with so many Clemson fan- players, right? Because he just was so familiar with them, watched them, watched every single game, and and so that familiarity, I guess, felt, he felt like gave him a, a leg up. We don't want Deshaun going to the Buffalo Bills. I really don't want Mike Williams going to the Buffalo Bills. I guess in a situation if both Deshaun and Mike went to the Buffalo Bills, perhaps that would be a different story. And in a weird way, you could have Deshaun throwing touchdowns to Sammy. That would be kind of fun and kind of a Clemson fan's dream come true. But it's really not that stable of an organization considering they haven't won a playoff game since back in 1999, the Music City Miracle. They've stunk. One more time with Coach Edge. Edge, you're on the air, buddy. Go ahead. Roy, what's up, man? I don't know if it was because I brought up the tag team wrestling team at WCCP to Roar. I tried to brag on myself. I don't know if it even got on air. I, I uh, was talking about Houston County, uh, the, the farm kid that's going to Georgia. Right. Uh, I, I graduated from Houston County, which is in Warner Robins, kind of a little brother to uh, Warner Robins High School uh, and Northside High School down there. And I think there's a new school down there called Veterans uh, High School. But I was like, man, I threw the I threw the first touchdown pass in my school's history, recorded the first win in my school's history, first playoff win in my school's history, and you know, so we ran the uh, we ran the wing tee, so I threw the ball maybe about four or six times a game, probably was somewhere in the realm of about uh, three for six for two touchdowns, because we had about seven running backs and a halfway decent offensive line. But what I was calling for was to ask about. Uh, what do, what do you think is the possibility from what you know, and I know you can ask uh, the leggy guy from Dog Post, what do you see as the possibility of, of Fromm unseating Eason? And I'll let you go before my car drops again, if it hasn't already, because I was shooting out my stats, man. <laughs> Thank you, Edge. We appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, man. We got you. And that possibility... First off, great story, by the way. To lead your high school to its first ever win through the first ever touchdown pass, the first ever playoff win... That's cool. I mean, that, that that's cool. I don't care what high school it is, what state you played in, whatever. That's that's cool stuff, and that's something that nobody can ever take away from you. Um, on the from front, it's starting to sound like it is a real possibility. Now, I haven't kept my finger on the pulse of Georgia football quite in the same manner that Dean Leggy has. So I, I'm going to ask him about this in about 48 minutes from now. And in a brief text conversation with him earlier this morning, it sounded like that there is something brewing there at the quarterback position between Eason and Fromm. And I, I, I go back to what Eason did last year as a freshman. And 
he looked like a freshman virtually all season. I, I mean, I you you fall in love with the arm strength and the size in the pocket, but you fall out of love with the decision making and the play calling at Georgia. And see, that's kind of a wild card in this. You know, with, with Chaney, their offensive play caller, Ben, you you know from day one, I haven't been a big fan, and, and people right. I know that. Uh, that know him from his days at Arkansas and other stops aren't big fans. And so I, I think fundamentally there's an issue there. Their offensive line last year wasn't very good either. And so perhaps that put Jacob Eason behind the eight ball to begin with. But the play calling, the play up front really wasn't that uh, enthralled with it last year. And then Eason, it, it felt like as the year went through that he really didn't get a lot better. And so adding up all those things and just on the outside looking in, I, I would say that there's a chance that Fromm can come in there and do something. And again, we'll touch base with Dean Leggy about this coming up uh, in, in about 46 minutes from now. But I don't think Eason is entrenched. I may be wrong. I don't think he's entrenched as a starting quarterback. I remember watching the TCU game in the bowl game, the Liberty Bowl. And there were still some plays that he made. I'm like, really? That's the throw you're going to try to make right now? That's what you're going to try to do. I mean, like, the one big play they had in the first three quarters was just a little dump off, and the receiver broke across the middle and, and nearly took it to the house. Georgia's offense didn't impress me last year. Their offensive line didn't impress me. And Eason, at times, I thought he regresses instead of maybe getting better as a first-year player. Yeah, but I don't think it's time to panic, though. No, I'm not panicking. It, it, I'm just saying I don't know that he's that legit. I don't think that he has cemented himself as a starter. There were moments last year that he looked unstoppable, but then he turned right back into the a poor decision-making freshman right after that. Isn't that – I mean, wasn't that to be a little expected, though? A, a true freshman coming into a brand-new coaching staff? You can't ask anybody around here that because we all were spoiled by Deshaun, right? So everybody's supposed to be the next Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I, and, and that's that's a good point that we're we're using – the exception to make the rule. I mean, we're ba- we're going to judge everybody for a while here off of really who was an exception to what freshmen are supposed to look like. Um, I mean, Eason has the talent. He, he has made, the arm talent. Yes. He made, he made some poor freshman decisions. But if you think Jake Fromm is the answer, then you're, you're right back to where you were because he's going to be a freshman. Right. Uh, and, and that's an issue. So... You know the fact that those two guys though are in competition for this, to me is is kind of similar to what's happening in Clemson. It's it's good competition, should make them both better. But um, I, I don't. I mean, I'm a long way from saying you know Jacob Eason was uh, was a mistake. I don't or, think he was a mistake. No, I'm not ready to suggest that. But I'm not ready to think that he is entrenched as a starting quarterback. Yeah. for Georgia. And does he need to be pushed? Can he be pushed? Yeah. Absolutely. Oh no, I yeah. agree there. The game against South Carolina, remember that little game they won down at Williams-Price, 28-14, double up the Gamecocks? I do remember that. Eason in that contest completed five balls in 17 attempts for 29 yards. Threw a pick, threw a touchdown, and I guess George's defense and the run game were good enough so he didn't have to throw it a ton. But, like, I remember that game. That one stands out to me. What he did against Georgia Tech, the two picks, the loss at home, Completed about 52% of his passes. For the season, he completed 55% of his throws. That's it. Ooh. 2,400 yards. Yeah, not bad. 16 touchdowns, 8 picks. As a freshman overall, that's not too shabby. But if you look at the schedule and who Georgia beat, who they lost to, blown out at Ole Miss, Hail Mary lost to Tennessee, lost to Vanderbilt at home. Georgia lost to Vanderbilt at home last year, 17-16. Think about that for a second. But he but he threw for like 350 yards in that game. He did. Good job. Good uh-huh. job, Jacob. Good job. Lost to Florida by two scores. Georgia Tech, the end of the year, uh, came back to beat TCU in the AutoZone Liberty Bowl, 31-23. And in that game, he was good. He was 12 of 21, 57% completion percentage. 164 yards through there, two touchdowns, no picks. I you know what? Some of that is offensive line related. Some of that is play calling related too. I, mm-hmm. I don't know what Georgia wants to be offensively, and I guess it's really not going to ever live up to its true potential until the offensive line kind of take takes hold. And and maybe it's on the verge of doing that. But I mean, those numbers don't blow you away from last year. He, no. He's got to show significant improvement this season. Oh, they they weren't good. I just think there's a there's a lot of reason to hope that that was isolated to that season and that there will be improvement. And he's a first-year player. First-year player, 
first playing in a first year coaching staff for uh, the team who already didn't know their identity even before he started, before he moved under center. So I, I think there's a lot of reason to think that he could get better. It's just Willie. I don't know that Jim Chaney's going to work out the way that Georgia fans want him to after Kirby Smart hired him away from Pittsburgh and he used to be at Arkansas and he's about 55. And I'm just not sure that that's the kind of fit that Georgia deserves. I think he's shown flashes at, at times, but I don't know. Call me crazy. I think that Georgia can do better than that. And this is going to be a big year for what he brings to the table, I think, even though it's only year two. I think it's going to be a very big season to see whether or not long-term this is going to be a decent fit. Six five four seven six two seven. Mel Kuyper, go ahead and tell you this. Number one to the Cleveland Browns has Miles Garrett going up north, the Texas A&M defensive end. Number two, Solomon Thomas, defensive lineman, Stanford going to San Francisco. So no to shot at number two. Where does he have Watson going? We will give you those details coming up and also the latest on Mitch Trubisky as well after he just concluded Pro Day earlier this week. We'll get to that. More of your calls coming up. Stay tuned. Hey, Quawk here. Join me April 1st for Spring into Clemson. Enjoy food, fun, and family activities for great causes with nonprofits that benefit our community. I'll be hanging out at Tiger Sports Shop from 11 to 1 on the 1st with some great deals on T-shirts, coffee mugs, license plates, pretty much everything Clemson for the Clemson fan. We'll have piping hot, fresh Papa John's pizza to enjoy and a chance to talk sports with me. April 1st from 11 to 1 at Spring into Clemson at Tiger Sports Shop. What's the best thing about local companies? The genuine care for their community. Canty Foundation Specialists is not just hiring, they're hiring your neighbors. As one of the most innovative and fastest growing foundation and crawl space repair contractors in South Carolina, Canty is redefining the industry by pushing boundaries and providing their employees with the best quality tools, materials, and training to guarantee success. Join our number one team today. Apply at gocanty.com and click on the top banner or call 864-475-1671. Paying off credit cards can get expensive, and getting a traditional bank loan can be a hassle, which is why there is now another way to get the money you need at a competitive fixed interest rate without the hassles, fees, and risks. It's called Avant. Your loan through Avant could be approved in minutes, and money could be in your account in as little as one business day. So if you need a small or substantial loan, go to Avant.com to check your interest rate. We think you're going to like what you see. Right now, Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first installment is made on time. To check your rates with no effect on your FICO score and get this special offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 3535 at checkout. That's www.avant.com, promo code 3535. Loans are made by WebBank. Funds are deposited for delivery next business day if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. FICO is a registered trademark of Fair Isaac Corporation. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. Ready SC, along with SMC Incorporated, is seeking qualified applicants for welders, CNC machinists, QA inspectors, laser operators, and painters. They're a full-service metal manufacturing facility for the construction, power generation, and mining industries. Qualified candidates must have a high school diploma or GED, prior experience in a warehouse or manufacturing environment, and can work independently and as part of a team. Apply online at sctechjobs.com or in person at 131 Harvester Court in Anderson. SMF Incorporated is an equal opportunity employer. Did you know that just one quarter gallon of used motor oil can contaminate a quarter of a million gallons of water? Used motor oil should never be put in the garbage or dumped in storm drains or on the ground. Recycle your used motor oil at Greenville County's Residential and Waste and Recycling Centers and Twin Chimneys Landfill. For more information, call 243-9672. 243-9672 or online at greenvillecounty.org. Most Tuesdays are just Tuesdays, except at Buffalo Wild Wings, where Tuesdays are Wing Tuesdays. But now, even Wing Tuesdays aren't just Wing Tuesdays, because Wing Tuesdays are half-price Wing Tuesdays, which means your boring Tuesday that became Wing Tuesday now costs you half as much. In case you're confused, we have half-price Wing Tuesdays. We do it for you. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings. Beer. Sports. Prices and participation vary. See participating locations for details. Void were prohibited. Sometimes diabetes can feel more like don't-abetes. Don't do this, don't forget that. 
but with a little help from Walgreens, diabetes won't slow you down. Stop by for expert pharmacy care in-store or online via Pharmacy Chat. Pick up the medications you rely on and get savings on testing supplies from all major brands like OneTouch and Walgreens TrueMetrics. Walgreens has just what you need to do more with diabetes. Walgreens, at the corner of happy and healthy. Going through a divorce or a custody battle? Why fight it out when you can work it out? Why not try to mediate your divorce or custody case before you go to court or before you hire an attorney? Mediation is required in South Carolina in all contested family court cases. Use the mediators at Palmetto Mediation to save you money and put peace back in your life. Contact Palmetto Mediation at 864-601-0925 or palmettomediation.com and work it out before you fight it out. Everyone has someone in their lives that could use a little surprise, a little pick-me-up. You want to deliver those smiles, but who has the time? School, work, and more. Try Urban Nirvana's online gift certificate. Buy and print it right from your own computer. A great way to treat your wife for making all those tailgate preparations. Your college student for all the hard work. Or mom, just because. Online purchase and print from your computer. Only at UrbanNirvana.com. WCCP. Can't you see I'm working here? And now, back to Roy and Ben on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. I'm irritated. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm irritated. Because? Because in the break here, I'm watching Fathead Feinbaum on ESPN whining about uh, we're really so politically correct that he now thinks Clemson is is disrespectful to death because <laughs> of the tradition of the cemetery over outside the practice facility. The tombstones you're talking doesn't about doesn't like the tombstones. Thinks that we're that that Clemson is, uh, you know, that's like a slap in the face to death. A slap in the face to death. Come on, we're disrespecting death. Really, that's what we're doing with tombstones. Come that's on. what we're doing, man. Is it that it's a tombstone fine bomb that you don't like or the fact that it says Alabama on the front of it? Yeah, maybe that's, so. That's the question that I really would like him to answer. Is it a tombstone that you're offended by or the fact that it says Alabama 3531 on the front? You know, they put in Snowflake. like four new tombstones Golly, last ridiculous. week. There was like four of them. There was the Virginia Tech ACC championship win. I think the Hokies were ranked 19. You get one for any win against a ranked team not at home. Ohio State shut out 31-0 in the Fiesta Bowl. Bama, of course. And then I think the win against Tallahassee. Mm -hmm. The win against Florida State down in Tallahassee last year. All four tombstones, I believe, were installed last week. And there was actually a really good story. I read it online this morning. The Chronicle Independent. I don't even know where this is. Probably somewhere in the PD region. But there was this guy down in Camden that does all of the uh, tombstones. And they talked about the process and how many people it takes to install the tombstone and that kind of thing. I think they actually put four quarters underneath each one too to yeah. kind of symbolize. The I, thing. I mean, really, that that's a that's a breaking news type story. It, that's not a breaking. Oh, I'm, sur I'm surprised you gave that any airtime here. Well, it just makes me. F Sometimes our listeners call us and complain about things it, because it makes them feel better just to get it off their chest. That's really what I'm doing here. Okay, I'm just you're you cleansing know, the I'm soul. Cleansing. I, I feel better. <sighs> I feel better now. I did see something funny on uh, Twitter the day that Clemson unveiled all the tombstones, a fan had taken that photo of the current tombstone cemetery there and said, uh, you know, this the cemetery 26, 2017, said the cemetery 2027 if Dabo continues to be your coach. And it was a picture of one of those, like, Catholic cemeteries that just goes for miles, <laughs> for miles and miles. <laughs> like, well played. That's good. No, that's very good. We'll give you this update of Mel Kuyper draft. Uh, 3.0 is mock draft came out earlier today. And then some updated comments from uh, Ben's boy Todd McShay on Deshaun Watson comparing him to Mitch Trubisky, the quarterback at North Carolina, who just concluded his pro day earlier this week up in Chapel Hill. Uh, number one, of course, Miles Garrett, defensive end, Texas A&M to the Browns. Most people have settled in on that notion. I I've told you many times I wouldn't select him, number one. I have concerns about him against the run. I'm totally in the minority there. Uh, certainly you get after the passer. I don't know that he's the next Von Miller, but he's really, really good. So I guess I can't dispute the notion that that's going to happen. I just wouldn't take him number one. 
I'd probably go with the quarterback, but that's just me. Number two, San Francisco, Solomon Thomas, defensive lineman out of Stanford. Third overall pick, you know, the Bears apparently have kind of become intrigued with Deshaun Watson. I don't think they're going to take him number three. Mel Kuyper has Jamal Adams safety out of LSU going here. With the fourth overall pick, Jacksonville, Jonathan Allen, defensive lineman out of Alabama. That's the guy I really like. Now, he's not a pass-rushing specialist, but this guy can do a lot. uh, Clog up running lanes on the defensive line. He can get after the passer a little bit. Uh, Dynamic, big-body, jumbo athlete. 6'3", 286, big fan. Kuyper's got him going uh, number four to the Jaguars. The fifth overall pick with the Tennessee Titans. No Deshaun, no problem. Marshawn Lattimore, cornerback out of Ohio State. The sixth overall pick to the New York Jets. The Jets still need a quarterback, don't they? Like the whole Fitzpatrick thing is gone. The Jets need need a quarterback and a running back and a center. And an offense. (laughs) They need need everything. I mean, I'm going off the top of my head. The Browns are going, holy cow, y'all are back. Right. I mean, they still have like Christian Hackenberg, a.k.a. Scrubby McGraw quarterback. Your boy Bryce Petty, who never goes away from Baylor. Josh McGowan, who I think has been in the NFL for 15 years, a career backup clipboard holder, and he still stinks. Mel Kuyper has O.J. Howard going to the Jets at tight end. That makes no sense at all to me. And I'm not drafting that tight end that high just because he torched Clemson in two national championship games. Really good player. Maybe a first-round pick. I'm not taking him number six when I don't have a quarterback. I mean, from the Jets, I'm no doubt drafting Deshaun, but that's what Mel Kuyper's thinking right now, not Roy Philpott. Number seven, the L.A. Chargers. Say it with me. The Los Angeles Chargers. The L.A. Chargers. Really? The L.A. Chargers. That's just awkward. Uh, Malik Hooker, safety out of Ohio State. He's got two Ohio State players from their secondary going amongst the top seven picks, and Hooker's good. I remember him from the uh, Fiesta Bowl. I think Williams caught like five passes right over top of him. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to take him number seven. Carolina Panthers on the clock with the eight pick. Leonard Fournette, no way. No way. Buyer beware. I'm not taking that cat in the top ten. The guy checked out of so many games late in his LSU career. And he's a running back. I don't need a running back to win. I don't need one. Leonard Fournette, I still got Jonathan Stewart. He's still got some go get him in him. He's not bad. Yeah, Fozzie Whitaker up there in Charlotte, the Queen City, man. Come on. Cameron Artist Payne. Leonard Fournette? Number eight? Ben, does that make sense at all to you? Say no. No. Thank you. No. God. I'm not taking someone injury prone in the top ten. There's no way. There's simply no way. And I'm not taking a running back there either. Uh, Number nine, Cincinnati, the outside linebacker from UCLA, McKinley. Number 10 with the Buffalo Bills, danger zone for Deshaun. Actually, danger zone for Mike Williams. Did you ever think about Mike Williams and Sammy Watkins playing on the same team? If Mel Kuyper's correct, that dream is now a reality. He's got Mike Williams, the first player off the board from Clemson, number 10 overall to Buffalo. And this is what Mel Kuyper says about Mike Williams. After losing Robert Woods to the Rams in free agency, the Bills have a clear need at receiver. If Williams falls to number 10, Buffalo will be getting a guy with a much higher ceiling than Woods, not to mention another Clemson wideout to go alongside Sammy Watkins. Williams' pro day moved him back into being my top-ranked receiver. I would draft him ahead of Corey Davis, the kid from Western Michigan, so I agree there. His 40-yard dash was the question. He ran around a 4-5, which is what he needed. Production wasn't the issue. He had 98 catches for 1,400 yards and 11 scores last year. Quarterback could still be in play here, too, with the Bills committing to Tyrod Taylor with limited guaranteed money. Mike Williams, number 10 to Buffalo. Thanks, but no thanks. I think Williams is going to the top 10. I don't think he'll be on the board when Buffalo's on the clock with the number 10 pick. For his sake, I hope he's not on the board. Like, you don't want another Clemson player going up there, do you? I, I, don't want to, I don't want anything to do with Buffalo. Sammy, Shaq, CJ. They still don't have a quarterback. And I, I like Tyrod Taylor, but I don't love him. Still no to Sean. Number 11 in Mel Kuyper's mock draft 3.0. New Orleans Saints on the clock. Hassan Reddick, linebacker from Temple. <clears throat> Number 12, the Cleveland Browns, who traded with Philadelphia to gain this pick. Mel Kuyper has Mitch Trubisky going to Cleveland. Great. If this is how it shakes out, perfect for Deshaun. It's I'm not a great taking, fit. Hey, yeah, fantastic. Fan-freaking-tastic. Go up there to Lake Erie, throw your 25 picks in the next two years, and fade into oblivion when nobody remembers your name. 
Number 13, he's got Deshaun Watson going to the Arizona Cardinals. Delvin stole our thunder in our last segment on the Northland Communications phone lines. What a perfect fit it would be. Indeed, it would. Bell Kuyper writes about Deshaun to Arizona with the 13th overall selection. Arizona needs a quarterback of the future. This is a sneaky spot to grab one. If he's still around, writes Kuyper. Carson Palmer, 37, showed his age last season and back up Drew Stanton sucks. So now Bruce Arians, uh, who's a brilliant offensive mind, we get Palmer's heir apparent and Watson, who flashes top five pick talent at times but was inconsistent in 2016. At 6'2", 221, Watson has the arm strength, toughness, and athleticism to play for a long time. Benny could back up Palmer in the short term while he adjusts gradually to the NFL, keeping on the secondary here, too. Cardinals lost her top two safeties, plus a corner in free agency. Deshaun to Arizona. Sign me up for that. And if it means that Mitch Trubisky, the guy that couldn't beat out Marquise Williams to be the starting quarterback at North Carolina for two and a half years, goes ahead of him in the draft, so be it. It really doesn't matter. Watson would go on to play in the NFL twice as long as, as Mitch Trubisky if this Mel if this Mel Kiper draft 3.0 proved to be accurate on any level. I don't know that there's a better fit out there. Just going to a good organization with an offensive mind as a head coach that has built their brand, their identity the last five or six years, shown a reasonable level of success. I, I mean, outside of New England or Pittsburgh. If you're going to give me a spot where Deshaun could go, this this would be it. I would be A-OK with that. What say you? Uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'd sign me up as fast as you possibly can. I, I That would be good. On the text line, Tyler and Anderson. Watson is also working out with Carson Palmer's brother in California. That could play a role, and he's right. Oh, that's true. He's yeah. been kind of his quarterback coach, I guess, since the end of the regular season. Deshaun to Arizona, a place where obviously he has felt very comfortable, makes a lot of sense to me. One more call in this segment. Seminole Ted joins us. Ted, good afternoon. Hey, thanks for taking my call. You got it. A little crow here because I was one that said there would be no Florida State tombstone in Clemson's resume last season, so I was wrong about that one. I wanted to say you did a good job calling the the, uh, NIT game. I listened to a lot of that game as. I know it was. It didn't end like you wanted to. That's always want to compliment you on your, on your uh, calling on your, your calling the games because you just do a phenomenal job. And uh, last but not least, as a Dolphins fan, I'll leave you with this. I hope that the Jets do nothing because you can't say Hackenberg without saying Hack. Have a good one. <laughs> Thank you very much. I don't know that the Jets have any kind of identity about themselves, especially on offense. They haven't been able to toss the pill. And I'm just thinking back, uh, who was the disrupt? Ken O'Brien. Back in like 86, they started 10-1. and one, And they haven't done anything on offense since. They've done nothing. And that Jets team lost five in a row, was quickly ousted in the NFL playoffs that year. The AFC playoffs by, by the Browns, I think, in double overtime. That's the last decent quarterback outside of Vinny Testaverde the Jets have had. Their defense has been good. Ryan got them to the AFC Championship game twice with Mark Sanchez, a quarterback. They need help. Uh, they need all kinds of help. Uh, Ted, appreciate the call and the kind words. Hour two coming up. Dean Leggy in about 25 minutes. His thoughts on what's happening. Spring practice down in Athens. Mark Dofer joins us from MSG Madison Square Garden in hour number three.